Okay. Welcome, everyone. Today we are talking to uh, Jara uh, Atricia, aka Queen Backhype. She was born and raised in Hamburg, Germany, and she left her home after graduation to go to the US to work there and experience life. She first uh, started dancing in 2012 through her uncle, Milo, who after that stopped dancing, saying now she is the dancer of the family. After she lived in New York for around six months, she uh, returned back to Hamburg and she is in various groups like Bad Attitude, Silverback and TBM. She part-time is working and she would call herself a full-time dancer and of course, Queen, welcome to the EO podcast, Queen Bakai. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so psyched and so happy and blessed that you are part of this. Um, being such an inspirational and strong independent woman and I think um, yeah there are so many questions we have for you and we are super excited to have you here. Yeah I'm excited too. <laughs> <laughs> All right okay so uh, we actually we, we just always start asking about you know being young being a child growing up and slowly developing uh, you know that feeling for being interested in art or being interested in music, um, in general, the interest, what you had growing up and your childhood and, you know, the most things that you remember in your childhood, like very valuable things and lessons and stuff. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. So basically back then when I was like 14 or 15, I was a very, very, a shy girl, like I was very shy. And um, as soon as I started dancing, I was a completely different person. And yeah, I was growing up already with hip hop music and stuff because my mom was a dancer too back then. And yeah, so like the music, the hip hop thing was already around me even before I danced because yeah, my mom as I said, was a dancer and yeah. That's amazing. Pretty much. <laughs> and what did she yeah. dance? Like what dance did she? Hip-hop. Also hip-hop. She right? danced hip-hop, yeah. Nice. Yeah. And how did like, she... she? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Please go ahead. I forgot already. <laughs> <laughs> She's she was dancing. She was dancing hip-hop, you said? So... Yeah. How did she get that... Uh, influence that she decided on that art form on that dance oh my god i don't really know but she had always like friends were were into the dance scene and then she started i don't know exactly how but she always had friends around her who was into dancing or making music because my mom did also music back then and yeah she was traveling with my aunt to new york and my mom, she came back and my aunt, she was staying there. She was like, nope, I'm not going back to Germany. <laughs> so she's still there and yeah, doing her thing. That's so nice. Yeah. It's also really nice to like have the comparison between Europe and America because it's quite a big difference. Yeah. People, yeah. 
though maybe a lot of people here don't realize that there's an immense difference being a European yeah. and American. But we're going to go into that later because I know you have something yeah. to say <laughs> about this. Yeah, all right. So you were actually always then around music and, you know, like that. And you have also like certain roots, uh, different roots uh, than being only German. And which roots are yeah. those? So my dad is from Portugal. Mm -hmm. And my mom, she is from Gambia, Senegal. Wow, nice. So yeah, I'm really mixed. <laughs> And did it influence yeah. your growing up, like when it comes to anything cultural mix? Yeah, because like I was living for quite a time with my grandma and my grandpa and, you know, they're really like Africans. <laughs> so we always had African food at home and also like how they raised us a little bit, like, you know, to learn the culture a little bit more because in Germany, it's obvious you learn the German culture. So my grandma, my grandpa was always like, okay, you have to learn a little bit of our culture. And yeah. Thank God. Yeah. Because what a rich culture. What, what do you think is one of the most valuable things that you have from those cultures, which are not German? Everything. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I think everything. Like everything what I have. Yeah. That's so nice. Yeah, I think it's so it's so different to be exposed to, you know, music, different music, different food, different moral codes, you know. Um, it will shape you a lot if you're not just one thing or one society. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's that's amazing. Like, um, when when you decided to also go uh when you decided to also go abroad to the US uh what was the reason that you wanted to go like what did, what was that the reason that you wanted to travel and leave um i was finished with school and was like okay what i'm doing here right now because it was a little bit boring For me and my aunt, she was always like, oh, do you have to visit us? You have to visit us. And I was like, okay, then let me go. And at that time she had a baby and uh, she has a hair salon. So she was like, okay, you want to come to New York for a time and like just watch the baby sometimes because she had to work. And I was like, yes. And for like the first three months, I was the whole time with the baby. I was going shopping and everything. And then I was working there a little bit with her also. And like, I always want to travel to um, New York because my, like my little cousin, he was always like, yeah, go to New York. The lifestyle is different. That's so crazy there. The parties are crazy. So I was like, okay, let's go. <laughs> But after six months, I was really like, hmm, it's cool. Like for holidays or for staying like six months or three months, whatever. But after a time, it's like, okay, no, I want to go back to Germany <laughs> mm -hmm. because it's, it's way different. Even the food is so different. Like when you're eating fruits, it tastes different than in Germany. And for me, it was like, hmm. And also the water. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, that's the worst. But yeah, I love to travel to New York and LA, but I would never stay there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can really understand. I, I really can. I mean, 
like you're also so lucky that you had the opportunity to go and I think like when it comes to your you know journey of crump or like starting to dance you told me that yeah your uncle was actually the dancer and he introduced you to it can you tell us a little bit about that in the beginning and how you got to know about it and stuff yeah um so yeah as I said my uncle was a dancer like he started to scene in uh, Hamburg with a friend and Like me and my grandpa was watching his videos and I was laughing, like really, <laughs> I was laughing. I was like, oh my God, what the fuck is that? <laughs> so yeah, after a time, um, he was like, yeah, just come to my workshop. It's fun. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I should go or not. So I decided to go. And like the first workshop was like, oh my God, what is that? I can't do this. And I was like, okay, hmm, let's try it. So I came like every week to the training and everything. And then it was like, okay, it's kind of nice. Let me try this. So at that time, my uncle was also doing music. And um, I think two years or maybe one and a half years later, he was like, okay, peace, I'm out. You are in the game, I'm out. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. It's like... You are the new generation now of dancers. It's on you. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's so amazing. Did you like consult him in the beginning stages and I don't know, called him up and ask him or something like that about uh, certain things in Crump or was it more like? Not at all. Not at all. Because I don't know. I never asked him. I never trained with him. And the crazy part about it is like, After a year, everybody was like, oh, my God, you dance exactly like your uncle. And I was like, wow, like how? Because we never trained. And back then, my uncle and his friend had a little homie who is my big homie now. And he took me like he was like, "Okay, let me take her. <clears throat> so he put me into the fam and I was training with him and all that stuff. Yeah. But I never danced with my uncle. Never. Wow, that's so, that's crazy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I mean, when you, like, I think also when it comes to the US and Crump, because obviously the inventors are there, you actually also met them. And how do you think that kind of influenced your ongoing journey with Crump and like the development you did? When I saw them the first time? Yeah, and like maybe Or in, ge in general, first time, both. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, for me, basically, it was a big change because, like, I saw the people and I was like, okay, damn, they're like, for example, they're still alive, you know, and you have them there and they basically can tell you everything what you need in your crumb. So for me, it was a big change, like in crumb, like as personal, because I was very cried. And I didn't talk a lot to people. So now I'm a crazy person. I talk that so much. <laughs> I'm loud. <laughs> and yeah, <laughs> it's me now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's lovely. It's really nice. This is also super interesting, I feel, and very important, not only for women, but let's say also for women per se to hear that you can outgrow insecurities and being shy and being not able to express yourself and that yeah. you can rise. And I think that's why also I really admire you so much because I feel like 
like I mean I didn't know this about you good that we're having this podcast <laughs> but like just I find it very valuable because a lot of people see your content and they see you as the strong amazing woman and they don't know yet um that there's a big journey that you've been through yeah. to become that person and why do you think like uh how do you think when does it did it start changing that you are like embraced that and rised Oh, I started in 2012, I think 2014, because the first year I was like, um, still cried. I was watching everybody and thank God I had a crazy fam. They're always loud and trying to expose you and, you know, doing crazy things. And they're really like funny, doing jokes, all the, all that stuff. So it was for me easier to open up and to change because everybody was open already. I, I think I was the only person who was a little bit cried watching people. So I think in 2014, it changed because 2013, we went to um, to two events, Illis Battle and Crump Game. And that was the moment where I still was like, you know, hmm, okay, hello, hey, nice to meet you. <laughs> and after this, I changed completely. I was like, yo, what up? What are you doing? <laughs> and that's crazy. Like, the difference is crazy. Like, to back then and now, now I'm really, like, rude and always trying to, you know, be funny and trying to roast people. <laughs> Because back then, I wasn't like that. I was really cried. I was barely talking to you. I was just like, yeah, nice to meet you. Okay. I don't want to talk to you anymore. <laughs> that was me. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. That, that must be really like interesting also for you. If you are looking from in the past until now to, to see like, wow, I really evolved. I really became like a completely different human being in person and, and woman. I think that's, That's really, really crazy. So like, yeah, so, and then you decided to go back uh, to Germany and yeah. uh, it was mostly because you you felt the culture doesn't suit you or what exactly was the, the reasons that happened? Like the first reason was definite, definitely my family because my whole family is in Germany. Of course, I have family in Senegal, Gambia and Portugal, but like my mom, my aunt, my cousin, all, like all of the people were in Germany. I was like, okay, can I handle it here alone? Like, of course, my aunt is there, but she also has children and she cannot focus on me the whole time. And um, the crumb scene, like the six months I was there, I never saw a crumper. Like I texted one girl and she was like, yeah, I will let you know. And she never texts back. And I was like, no, okay, I still have my, like my family here. I have my crumb family here. And if I want to, I can travel. So that was for me, like, okay. And also, like, like the system in USA is different than here because here you have more help if you don't have a job or when you're sick or whatever, and this is what you don't have in America. So that was for me the reason to come back. Yeah. And it's also so interesting when you came back, like, what did you bring to from there and the experiences also the changes you you've been through and then you came back and how was that transition i think that's yeah yeah 
Um, it was, I was still the same. I had a little bit more attitude because you know how American people are. Mm. They have more attitude and they're louder, but um, also to open up because in America, the people are really open and in Germany, not, not really, you know, <laughs> always people running around like, mm, uh, okay, <laughs> you know, so yeah. <laughs> I, I really came back and I was I was looking at people on the street and I was like, damn, like, why are you so sad? Just smile a little bit or trying to be a little bit open. There was a there was a crazy difference to see how America is and how Germany is mm-hmm. when it comes to open up to people or being friendly. Because the first time I went out, I went to the city and then there was a guy and he was like, yo, I like your shoes. And I was looking at him like, you talk to me like what <laughs> because you don't have it in germany you don't have it at all in germany so for me the first time it was really confusing and my aunt she was just like just say thank you and i was like yeah thank you <laughs> so yeah yeah it's the yeah yeah it's the time also when i open up a lot so yeah that's so nice yeah. So the important <laughs> journey that um, you've in the journey that you've spoken about is being a woman and how you have kind of um, empowered yourself. Either you know you've grown to be a different person, but are there any challenges that you also face with um, in in Crump especially being a woman or um, of a particular nationality or anything like that? Do you experience that or? It's not really there. Um, like, it wasn't really there. Like, you know, sometimes you have some guys that hop in your DM and talking shit. And, but this is the only thing I ever had. So I never had a bad experience or, you know, it's just, I never had it. Like, I know a lot of girls had it back then. They told me, but... I'm a person, like, I never had it. And I think also people sometimes are scared of me. <laughs> so maybe that's why, I don't know, but I never had it, never. Like, and I also had a, like, had a crazy fam because if it comes to all the girls in the fam, they were crazy. They were like, okay, I'm going to beat you up and stuff like this. So I was always, like, had protective people around me. So never experienced something. Never. Oh, nice. Had something. So is would you consider <laughs> yeah. Trump um, ground as probably gender neutral, or is it um, is usually gender neutral in the sense it it doesn't favor men or women, but just the form itself, because there are many art forms where women are favored more or men are favored more in that field. But does this art form take that side, or it doesn't much? Um. To be honest, like some years ago, it was still like, yeah, man. And if you, as a woman, if you called out a guy, it was like, no, I don't want to bury you because you're a woman and stuff like this. It happens. It had, happens a lot of times. But I think now it changed. Like also, like when you see some big events like EBS, like Illis Battle, they're putting female into the judge. And this is r- really important because... That means now we are on the same level. 
because back then there wasn't a lot of females who were into putting into the judge or something or giving workshops or traveling, getting invited to judge or giving workshops. So I think it changed. Like back then, of course, it was like that. And yeah. That's nice to know. But now it changed. So it, it is pretty much gender neutral that way. Yeah. So how, how do you... Yeah. What do you express through Crump? What are these emotions that you... Because I think it expresses everything. As far as you see, there's every emotion that you can express with it. But when you got into it, uh, what was that one emotion that would really... It liberated you that way. That emotion could just come out. The emotion comes out. Basically, it's more freedom. Realness, when it comes out from you. Like, I, it's hard to explain because in that moment, you don't think about anything. But as I can say, it's really like, like the freeness the realness, what you're putting out because you are free. Nobody can tell you shit. So it's just like, let it go, let it go. <laughs> let it go. <laughs> oh, goodness. goodness. Yeah. I, I wasn't expecting. <laughs> let it go. Let it go. And, and that's a wonderful part, you know, that uh, I was thinking of you, you would, as a crumper and suddenly you come up with one of these really cute songs. It's so cute to look at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think this is a very big yeah. misconception, to be very honest. I think a lot of people think that crump... And I, I had the same thing. When I started it, uh, seeing crump and, and, and falling in love with, with crump, like really, I, I, I was super astonished about the fact that the people who crump and are very powerful and very strong and everything like this are the sweetest, nicest people. Like, they're so sweet, they're so nice, they're lovely people. And then in the moment they're in the zone and they crump, you would think like, damn, I don't want to see that person in a dark corner tonight. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah. It's true. Did you also like, A lot of people... Mm. Yeah, sometimes. Because... What is so confusing, when people are seeing me dancing, I always dance with a bandana. That's just because of my hair. But what people also forget, forget is that you're still a woman. You know, because you have, you have some crumpers, like some crump girls, they're running around like more like, you know, masculine, something like that. So people forget it. And I'm like, damn. On the dance floor, I'm a different person than in personal. And this is sometimes what people forget, that you're still a woman. It doesn't mean because you're crump, you're also running around uh, running around with your crump stuff. So, yeah. And I love the difference because on the dance floor, you're completely like, okay, let me kill you off. I'm going on your head. And then at the next moment, you're like, what makeup, wrong hair, and all that stuff. So it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Really I really crazy. love that about you as well. Really. And I think Saujenia also went to that experiences of watching a lot of crumb videos that I sent her or like also getting more into it because of my love and passion for it and the guests we have. And um, she also says like, it's so crazy when you see the energy and somehow feel that it's a very aggressive, like I kill you off kind of thing. And then out of a sudden it's like, 
transformation, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, I think that's super interesting also to open up the idea that Crump is not, like, it's not, it's, it doesn't mean one thing, you know? It is whatever you are as a, as a whole. Yeah. 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 And I think you are an, an amazing example for that, you know, like looking at your <laughs> content and everything. I love it. Yeah. I, would, I, I had an experience and I was in um, France, in Paris, and there was one guy, he knows me exactly. He knows me. And I think it was a day we was just chilling and I was, I was with uh, Balas around and he was like, yeah, let's go to the, to another spot. There are some Krampus day training. <clears throat> so we went there and the guy was watching me the whole time, like, okay, who's that girl? And I was so confused because I wanted to say hello, but he was acting up a little bit. So I was like, damn. And then later somebody called me queen and I was, and he was like, is that queen back hype? And I was like, God damn, are you serious right now? <laughs> He, 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 like, he didn't realize that it's me because I was just like in my normal clothes, what I wear. And he always seen me in crumb stuff. So he was so confused and he was like, oh my God, I didn't know that's you. And I was like, yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you very it's much. Me. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's really true. I think, right? Like, this personality is also that you have within your art form and what you become and then what you actually are on a daily basis. It is like you're merging, but it is not always super easy to recognize immediately, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's the beauty of any art form, that you are like, you know, you are, you are something in the zone, like you're in the zone and you are uh, really... Also like, like exploring <laughs> the other sides of you, you know? This is what there's various sides of you like you said you'd go onto the dance floor you're a different person and not different person a person that is within you it's nothing out out of you not like a a, um, a ghost or something has taken over you or anything like that it's just you but it is so awesome that you know you you are able to explore that yeah this is brilliant so nice uh so out of curiosity and how do your parents come <laughs> to your performances or your how have they seen you on the floor and what is it like your uncle or um like basically my uncle was seeing me all the time dancing and he also watching my footage and my mom too like my aunts too they're always watching my footage um yeah my dad never seeing me dancing in person i don't know if he watched my videos or not but I really don't care. Um, but my mom, she like she's so shady sometimes. She's watching my footage and she's like, oh my God, you almost fought. You saw that, you better work on that. And I'm like, okay, I just wanted to show you my footage. And then she's like, but don't stop this one. That looks not good. Just trying to change it in that way, in that way, in that way. I'm like, thank you. Thank you very much. Wow. <laughs> but sometimes it's really true. Like, she is seeing people and like, for example, there was a battle um, that was really hard to judge. And I just showed it to my mom and I, I didn't show her the um, judge results. So she was like, of course he won. And I was like, damn, why? And she explained everything to me, but because she is not into crump. 
but she explained everything to me why this person won. And I I showed her the judge results and was basically that person. So I'm like, okay, good one. (laughs) Two years or one year ago before the whole COVID started, I was traveling, giving workshops and stuff like this. So that was basically my job. At the time, I had another job. Uh, I was store manager at another shop, but I could handle it with crumbs. So it was pretty good. Um, And now everything is on Zoom, like workshops, Q&A, doing this and this for crumb culture. Like I don't post a lot of Instagram because I'm really tired sometimes. (laughs) And... But I'm still doing my thing, giving workshops, teaching other people, talking to females and yeah, all that stuff. But as soon as I can travel, I'm back on my shit. (laughs) And also like your journey with India, like I think you told that you've been to India before. Yeah. So uh, and yeah, the sea is so genius. It's like, oh, my God. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) But India was great. It was great. Please tell us about (laughs) your India experience. So, yeah, I went there. It was pretty hot. Yes, it was hot. I was dying. (laughs) But um, (laughs) like the second day I I, I was giving a workshop. And the crazy part for me is because I'm just a regular, normal girl. So I came outside because the workshop was outside. And everybody was screaming and like queen and was taking pictures. And I was like, damn, like, what do you want from me? Like, I was so confused because I was still at the beginning. It was in 2017 and I started in 2012. So for me, it was really crazy. Like, why people are so happy to see me? Like, okay. So I give the workshop. Then um, the like we had an event. And it was pretty cool to see different people or like in general, the whole culture in India, because every, like every country is different and it was nice to see them. And the food was amazing. Oh my God. I love it. (laughs) Word, word. (laughs) Yeah. Have to. Yeah. Yeah, The food is really amazing. It's true. How was a cramp experience also like in India? um, It was cool. Like, of course, like, not of course, but you could see that the people really trying to take everything from you, trying to get every information and to just try it for themselves or take it for themselves. Because I think you don't have the opportunity to see like crazy crumpers or OGs um so like the people are really hungry like really hungry because obviously we have difference because for example i seeing ice and miho before covid started i was seeing them every year maybe twice a year but i was i was always seeing them and i just could ask them anything or also seeing like american crumpers like bad news He's an OG and he has so many stories and he has so much knowledge and that's crazy. And I think the people like in India don't have that crazy opportunity to talk to the people, get information or now, okay, now we can lab 
together because there's Zoom classes and stuff like this. But before to see them in person, it's really hard. And I think that's why they are really hungry to take every information they get. And it was just crazy. Like they took really everything, <laughs> everything. Wow. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think, yeah. It, it, and I think it's amazing that you, that you came here and, you know, uh, because of course there's sometimes people are afraid to travel in any foreign country, especially also um, if the media portrays bad sides of India or only bad sides in, if, from India, especially also in Germany. I see it all the time. Um, yeah. And um, it's so nice to say, no, I'm going to go and I'm going to, paint my own picture from the country and um, I think many people learned a lot from you like you said they were very hungry for knowledge what do you feel you learned from the, your experience in India I learned a lot because like how humble the people are there and also like of course quant wise because The level wasn't that crazy high, like on Illis Battle or EBS, but still I took from everybody something because every person has something special when they dance. So I was also watching them to take, okay, that's crazy. Yo, okay. Mm, you know? So basically I always took some pieces. So, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I absolutely can understand. And it's so nice that you're also able to, you know, observe and, you know, and yeah, and, and be open to, to see it in a different way that you've seen before, because India is very different in general. And then, yeah, yeah. but it's so, so, so nice also to unite despite of from where you're from in a country which is different than, let's say, America or so. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's, that's amazing. That's great. And also, you have to come back. <laughs> yeah, I would definitely come back, no matter what. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I already told this, and like, I think I'm building up like an army because everybody on the podcast, <laughs> I invite them, and I mean it. And um, yeah, uh, we will make like a awesome event. I'm I'm sure about it. <laughs> so actually, what we um, prepared towards the end of a podcast or towards the end of like the session is something called. The random four, where we're gonna ask you four very random questions about life, and um, we are super intrigued to see what you have to say. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and you can like speak as much as you want about it, and we can see. All right. Um. So the first question I prepared is, um, what is a socially accepted construct? Something which is socially accepted, but uh, you actually disagree with that. In crumb? In crumb, in life, however you want. <laughs> Or both, yeah, please both. Both. <laughs> What is accepted? But I don't like it. Oh, I have to think about it. <laughs> That's a random question. Um, Correct. You can think as long as you want. We have no time limit. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Yes. Can we hop to the next question and let me think about it? <laughs> yeah, of course. Of course. Yes, please. Okay. Okay. Oh my God, that's so hard. 
Yes, I mean, it is very random. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the second question, coming back to the first in a while, is um, if you could influence the entire world to practice one thing every day, could be anything, what would you tell them to do every day? Practice, say it again one more time. All right. If you, if you could influence the whole world, to do yeah. something or practice something or whatever it might be every single day um, that they have to repeat every single day, like a rule, what would you say they should do every day? What do you think makes a lot of sense to better the world or, you know? Being a great person. <laughs> no, but um, being like, I don't know how to say it in English, wait. Um, you know, there's a lot of things going, like, going on on this world, and to get this evenness out of people, and really trying to um, sit with yourself and think about stuff what you're doing, and yeah, just to get out the evenness, just sit there. Think about your life. Think about why you're doing certain things and to get a better understanding why you shouldn't do it. You know, it's kind of weird, mm -hmm. but... No, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, <laughs> yeah self-reflection. So just to get the... Yeah, self-reflection, exactly. Um, genau. Just to get... <laughs> Richtig. Um, yeah, just to have like more people that are like normal because we have a lot of crazy people on this world. And maybe to get some people who would try this and get the better person or trying to understand why are you doing this right now? You know? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I have two questions as well, Yara. So the first one would be, Mm, a lot of times we are overcritical of our work or ourselves. And um, which areas of life do you experience that if you do? Or if you don't, would you please give an advice of how is that possible that you can't be critical about yourself? You should already, like, everybody is critic, like doing critics on himself or on other people or, you know, like in general. But um, I think you should be happy about what you already have done or what are you doing? Because it's always easy, easy to say, oh, this is bad or this is bad. Okay, no, mm, this is bad too. But you also have to look at the good, good stuff because most of the time it is really like you have so many good stuff and just there's some little things And you, you, you're like, you put this thing so high that it looks like this is more negative than positive, but actually it's just a simple thing. And people should value already what you have, what you've been through. And, you know, for that moment, you should not always think bad about something or just make yourself down. So it's really important to look at the little things <clears throat> and yeah. 
Absolutely. I think this is a very important lesson, even for me personally, because I think when you're around people in the arts, yeah, like, and I'm also making music also, they are always overcritical. Even if you're not per se, let's say, a musician or dancer, you're overcritical, sorry, overcritical from the way you look or the money you make or I don't know, the opportunities you didn't seize or whatever. And I think if, and that's exactly what I, I agree so much, if you could just accept everything that you actually have already or been through and say, yes, there's always growth, but I can be happy and proud <laughs> of what I am right now and what I have. Yeah. It, it would help so many people. Yeah. Like I had like one thing back in... I don't know, 2016, and I wasn't feeling good in my cramp. I was like, I'm doing always the same stuff, always, always, and always. So I was thinking for a second to stop cramp. And imagine if I would stop cramp, I wouldn't be here right now. Like I wouldn't be here around you guys, or I wouldn't travel to LA, to New Zealand, to Brazil, All that things wouldn't happen if I was like, okay, let me quit just because of one thing. I mean, everybody has that moment when you're like, when you're a dancer, you feel like you're doing always the same stuff. It's normal. And I have it today too, <laughs> you know, but I know how to handle it now. And, but back then I was really <laughs> some seconds ago to quit crump, but I didn't. So That's always the best example for myself because what would if I stop today? You know, I also have a vest on my back because there's people who are looking up to me and I don't want to be selfish and be like, okay, I'm just quitting. Fuck everybody, you know, kind of that. So you always have to think twice. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's why she is. The queen. Yes, queen. <laughs> We're gonna be your little bees, like your queen exactly. bees around. <laughs> Let's go to the queen fan. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, I love love that, by the way, also that expression of queen. Because we like I feel like that is such an empowering thing in the sense of like women because Men have so many titles of being the dawn and being the macho and being the best and being the coolest and the gangster. In the yeah, yeah. And excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this is, this is one thing I love about being a queen. Um, because like the queen from England, <laughs> she is also like she is the queen and there are some guys under her. But she still has the right to say, no, it's not working like this. You have to do it like this. Or you better do this and not this. And the people have to listen to her. And this is something what I love about, because if you're a queen, nobody can tell you shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, yeah, this is just like, okay, I'm a queen. I can do whatever I want to do. And I'm letting no guy telling me like, this or this or this or this, I'm the queen. Oh, I Simple love you. That. I love you. No, but it is so true. I feel like as a woman, 
in general and i mean i'm i mean i'm really like not uh, criticizing here to say it's better that way or that way i'm just saying as a woman i think we are very often feeling very yeah we are very overcritical also because of the influence of men and i know it from my personal experience and i think every woman does that you come to a point where you feel like you are not so sure anymore about something that you've been sure before because of a comment or because of a behavior of let's say yeah. a loved a lover or like a man you've been seeing or so and i think this is a very difficult you know thing for for women and to empower themselves to say i am the queen i am my own beginning and end right? yeah definitely and that everybody should have it everybody like every woman should have it because there is no way that the man can tell you shit like mm -mm. like you're you are your own boss remember that's that <laughs> let's go <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 that's really like so inspirational yeah. i call myself queen from today and this is always try i'm always trying to let people understand what i mean because there's so many girls or women they're so shy and be like oh but this guy and no it's you it's all about you it's nobody else yeah it's you and trying to accept that and also like there are some girls that are like oh without him no it's just you <laughs> just you you're strong enough oops yeah <laughs> You're strong enough. It's really nice. So, yeah. So I, I've learned a lot from this entire conversation, but I'd like to know if you could unlearn something that is not serving, unlearn something that you've learned and you feel like you should unlearn it. Uh, mm -hmm. Is there anything like that? Everything what I learned, even if it was bad or good, it's part of what I'm doing now, like what I'm, who I am now. Mm -hmm. So I wouldn't change anything or yeah that is amazing i think that's like I, i love that like because i also have no regrets and i always urge people to really not have any regrets like yeah <laughs> it doesn't matter how many bad relationships or heartbreaks or you know friends you lost or friends you disconnected with or whatever it is no regrets like yeah they should make you stronger long live queen yeah exactly <laughs> so nice so nice thank yeah. you so much we have we have one more question that she didn't answer oh yeah uh-huh so i can again uh, tell that quickly uh it was something what is socially accepted something what is pretty normal in our society but you feel like it shouldn't be normal and it should you should you disagree with it that's so hard okay i don't know if it's Damn. <laughs> okay, one thing is, I don't know if it's accepted or not, but when girls are running around with shorts or like a mini scarf or whatever, and guys trying to touch the girl or whatever, like basically nobody is saying shit. Everybody is like, yeah, but why she is dressed like that? No, that's that's not. You don't have the right to touch the girl or let her feel 
uncomfortable with herself just because you are around her. And this is something where people like don't say anything. And I'm like, why? Like, that's not a reason to be like that or to act like that. So I don't know if it answered your question, but this is something and... It does, by the way. It's, it's, this is a big construct, yeah. Like, I think it's a very big problem. And we have that in India a lot as well, um, where, you know, Indian women, very progressive, modern, uh, liberated women who mm. just want to be themselves. And if they like to show skin or if they like to have blue hair or if they like to have a piercing, I don't know, here, I, I, I don't know, or tongue piercing or yeah. whatever, a tattoo. <laughs> um <laughs> yay <laughs> so they um you know they have to go through a lot just because of being a woman and um yeah. that is that should not be accepted <laughs> so yeah 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 this is like this is what getting on my nerves like even if i i just imagine like for example Elizabeth or ebs and i'm just going with the sport uh bra and just the shorts, and I just want to dance. Oh, my God. If I do this, the whole crown world will judge me and saying, like, oh, she is a hoe or whatever. And that's so crazy because yeah, it's just the outfit. Yeah, It's just a fucking outfit. And you're trying to judge me and call me whatever you want to call me. But who give you, like, the right to talk about me like that just because I'm dressed like this. And you and, know? And when men do it, that is like, I'm sorry, we are getting everything into is okay. Everything is okay. Yeah. It's always the same. This is something we have to really work on together, I think. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, the dignity is questioned, you know, like you said. Yeah. In any field, wherever you are, are you going to work? Uh, even if I'm highly respected in that position. The moment I wear something that is showing skin or probably, you know, maybe it's different from the social construct like like Debbie was asking you, I'm immediately judged mm -hmm. that I'm called, the first thing I'm called is a whore yeah. or a slut. These are the words just like randomly passed on. Irrespective of how respected I was until yesterday probably, I would have been like, oh, such an awesome person, she's a brilliant teacher, she's this, that. The moment I wear something, oh my God, what is this? Why does she do such a, you know, a whore kind of dressing? And it's crazy. So this it's dignified, crazy. the word, it's just... And even, funny. yeah, yeah. Like, and even, like, and this is the crazy part, still. If man does this, It's okay. But if a woman is doing that, it's a whole story. And you get called a slut. Why, why you don't call the man like that? Like, why you have to call the woman like that? You know? It makes no sense. And I think this should need to stop or, you know, I don't know, something like that. But... Like, to be honest, I don't really care about what people are saying about me because I heard so many stories about me and I'm like, whoa, that's interesting. I didn't knew that. And oh, people really? love to talk. Like, some people love to talk about other people because they have nothing to do. But 
actually, like for me, it's like, I don't care. Just talk whatever you want to talk. Because at the end of the day, you know me because of Instagram or Facebook. And this is not the reality how I am. It's just like I'm dropping my footage. Okay, that's my hobby. This is like basically my job. And this is what I love. And I also have like some pictures where I just have a crop top on or start or whatever. But based off this, you can you don't know who I am. And you will never figure out who I am until you don't talk to me. You know? So, but this is the word and I hope it will change one day. And yeah. Yeah, it's really true. Like, I, I think it's also important just for people to hear it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's an important thing. Yeah, definitely. But it's even more that I feel even more happy and, you know, I feel like, like you said, not only that people look up to you, I feel like even when it comes to your own, you know, circle of women or women in general around the world, you represent something here, right? You represent something here. And I hope that the people, if they listen to this, also will understand that there is a lot more to you, of course, than just finding yeah. your passion for Crump. And yeah. And, you know, your passion for what you want to change through influence that you gain. Yeah, definitely. I hope to. <laughs> you already are doing yeah. it, I mean. Yeah, sometimes I don't really realize it until some moments, you know, at moments when you can't, like, when everything catches you and you're like, oh, damn, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. I, by the way, I remember when I was watching the, you know, the battle which was streamed from Arte. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, and I, I was just like, I mean, it's unbelievable that we are like right now talking to each other. But like, <laughs> I mean, the emotion I have or had is I was so proud of um, being able to grow up and despite of whatever is out there in the world and all the pain we have to grow up in a world where I see women like you and it empowers me just watching you and saying this woman is queen, you know, and this woman is, <laughs> she is a kick ass woman. You know what I mean? And it liberates me in my living room alone or in my, you know, whatever alone, just seeing, yeah, there is people out there. And I mean, I hope I can count myself to that as well. You know, yeah. Of course. Of course, of course. And there are so many other girls there also, like, thinking a little bit like me. And, yeah, I hope different people will listen to everybody a little bit. <laughs> exactly. To just get another view of everything. You're lovely. <laughs> Let it go. <laughs> Let it go. <laughs> That was sweet. Uh, Yeah, all right. So, like, see, when you have a good conversation, time goes by so fast. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, like, I'm pretty, I'm pretty hopeful that we're gonna see each other in person. I know that you want to come to India, and we're gonna have food ready for Absolutely. you. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Um, I love the food. <laughs> yeah, like um, the the food is great. It's, is it like very different to um, your traditional food? Let's say, let's put Portuguese food is different to you know from from African food, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Do you feel like uh, like the food reminded you of your original food, and that's the reason you like it even more? The spices and all, or um, 
yeah, when it comes to the spice, of course. But also, like, like I never liked, like, Indian food because I was eating it here in Germany. And, you know, that, that's not the same. Even if I, if I eat African food here, it's not the same as I'm, when I'm home. So then I went to India and they were like, yeah, we have this and this and this. And I was like, okay, let me try it. Actually, I don't like it that much. As, I, as soon as I eat it the first time, I was like, oh my God, this food is amazing. And yes, just like, you know, you have that flavor inside and the spice also. And yeah. And the bread. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> uh, I think everybody will be so happy to hear that, no? Because we are really proud like <laughs> of, of good food here. Because I mean, come on, India has great food. <laughs> yeah. 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 And the sweet thing, I don't know how it calls, that's so sweet and you can eat it with ice ah. cream and when you press it, gulab there's jamun. like it is, yeah, it is called gulab jamun. Yeah, it, it looks a little dark brown and like inside it's like a creamy stuffing. Yeah. 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 It's called gulab jamun. Yeah, and then you eat it yeah. with ice cream. <laughs> I was eating that to breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, life's too short. Eat dessert first, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> and yes. I think our listeners are going to get hungry. They're just going to get a gulab jamun while they're eating. <laughs> Because hungry for life, hungry for gulab jamun, yeah. and hungry for growth and crump. <laughs> so you're going to come to India and then we're going to eat good Indian so, food? And I shall cook some for you. Yes. And I need a new, I need a new dress. Mm. I have already. Girl, we have you covered. Okay, just come here. All right. <laughs> oh, you <come>. better. <laughs> <laughs> I will. No, yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm also going to come to Germany, I think, this year. And um, oh. yeah, I'm going to bring you some spices. Don't worry. I'm going to make my backpack full of spices and stuff and um, yeah I just wanted to really thank you for um, you know being yourself and being able to take time to do this and I really hope that you know it's not gonna be the last time we're gonna see each other and connect because you are truly somebody I I admire personally a lot and thank you for just being you <laughs> thank you for inviting me it was really a great time and yeah We will definitely see each other, no matter what, it's going to happen. <laughs>